And welcome to episode 74 of the Big Spot. It's been such a long time since we've been here, and now we're back. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, yeah. How you doing, bro? I'm right, bro. Thanks for that. Yeah. Awesome. This is episode 74 of the Big Spot, and we've missed you so much. We've missed each other so much. Uh, I've really apologised for not being here the last couple of weeks, but uh, my brother was away on holiday in Turkey and Syria. No, he wasn't. That's a big fat lie. Uh, it is a big fat know. lie. Thing, things happened. Things ha- Thing is, right, I don't like... Uh, do you know what? Anyway, we're the big conspire, and we talk about current issues with a, um, a conspiracy edge and past issues, issues with a conspiracy edge. But what I would like to say is that we haven't been here for a couple of weeks and um, just basically uh, life happens quite a life lot. Will find Apparently, a way. life will find a way to interrupt our weekly, <laughs> our bi-weekly podcast now. Um, I think, I don't know, give it in 10 years, we'll have, I don't know, like 500 podcasts or something. And yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. And that'll be that. And people will forget the, the weeks we've missed and all that stuff. Yeah, I think just... just, just Conspiracy stuff happens. The, the universe conspires against us to. Does it? Does it? Break? I don't understand. I don't should know we, how. We tell them what happened. I can't. What happened last week? Well, you had a week off work, so I said to you, because you've got time, you can yeah. figure out something for us to talk about. I did. No, you sent me a. You didn't. You didn't you like sent me a I think, website. I think you're a bit. I think you're a bit controlling. Actually, you just sent like. me a website with like not any real stories on it. It's just like let's do that. Like where's, where's the meat on it? Where's the where's deep the information? Under, deep underground military bases. Everyone knows about it. It was just the list. Military bases. It was yeah, just I mean, the list. We, but how's that? How was that a podcast? We, we would have just been. We would have. Um, what's it called? We would have done what we always fish do. and fish. I'll sort one out for it another time. I'll like going. <laughs> it's. A, I, I kept the list, but it needs more information. Anyway, that's what happened. Richard was lazy. I wasn't lazy. No, he had to do stuff in his house. Uh, do you know what? You know, he had no I, time I, whatsoever. He didn't have a single spare hour to try and put anything else no, in it. My my screen is. I've put a new graphics card in. Um, I have my, my 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 stepson's put a new graphics card in for me. Oh look, there's, there's the uh, conspiracy man of the house. Uh, put a new graphics card in for me, and um, it's flashing. So I'm I'm. Oh. Yeah, there it goes again. There it goes again. This could be oh. the end. This could be a very short, <sighs> a very short podcast. What if I change the background? We'll change the background to that, and then it won't flash. Change the background. Yes, brilliant. That's terrible. It's <laughs> still going to flash. Why won't it flash? I don't know, because maybe we'll it won't. I don't know. Yeah, so I've, I've got a new graphics card installed, so I'm hoping it'll work. Uh, I said to him, does it work? Yeah. Does it look really good? Uh, you've got a shit monitor, he said. 
So I don't know, maybe it's the monitor. To be fair, I've had issues with my computer turning it on, connecting to my display. It, that's what we had last week. That's why we didn't do it last week. Because my, my computer my computer wasn't working. No, it was the week before. Fucking no, the week before was because I was moving shit about. No, no. And the computer the wasn't week, working. The week before was your computer didn't work. Because your monitor. It was me. Thing. And such then a, last week was such because a, My brother's such can... a narcissist. <laughs> it's never anything. No, sometimes it's me. Anyway, let's carry on. I'm Lee. Carry on. I'm Rick. Um, we're the big conspire. Yeah. And after all that rambling. We're the biggest we're the, we're the biggest and best UK conspiracy podcast in the we're world. Not. We're not. We probably in, are. We're, we're not. Biggest British. You're the biggest in your, in your head. I can't even know any of you. Are there any ever English pod, um, podcasts? I'm sure there are. Uh, there are podcasts, yeah. I mean, like conspiracy ones, yeah. Um, I don't, think, don't know. Yeah. Sure right, there, there are, but... Got like, I mean, can't really. Cons- uh, those cons- wish- oh, wish- did you say English or British? English. Or- I didn't say British. Yeah. I know we're not British. Not the British, British, British because you got yeah. English. Okay. West London, uh-huh. best West London. Um, <laughs> is British podcast. We're probably not even the best in West London. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, man. Uh, anyway, we should hook up with the other second best. The other best. We can be second best. We can hook up with the other best West London. Uh, Jesus, podcast. bro, shut up! Shut up! Talking for one second. Oh, <laughs> okay, sorry. How you been? How you been? I've been, I've been all right. Been pretty, been all right, I suppose. Suppose. What, like, really? You want to know my health and everything? You want to know everything about me? You want to? Yeah, what yeah, do you want to know? I'm going on. Do we care? Does no. anyone care about? Oh, are, you, are you? In, are you in peril? Oh, I went, I are a, you in peril? I, know, I, had a hosp- I had a hospital appointment today. To check out my heart because it does okay. funny stuff. And um, they said I haven't got one. No, angina has been ruled out, so I haven't got congenitive heart disease, which is good. Which That's is nice. Good. They've, they've moved me on to something else, which could be like a sudden death syndrome or something like that. But okay, um, <laughs> good. Other than that, no, it's cool. How are you doing? You all right? How's yeah, your, uh, how's your I, shizzle? Um, it's that time of year, early early in the year. Allergies are starting to pick up a little uh, bit for me. You love it, yeah? Do you your know what? I've had a bit of that. Itchy eyes, runny nose. Mm. Feel like shit. Itchy eyes. Town in Japan. Yeah, ate that place. Yeah, I've, I've started to get a bit of that. I never used to get it this early, ever. I'd get it a lot, lot later and a lot worse for a lot longer than you, I think. But um, you get it early, which is really bad when it's snowing and shit like that. I'd be like, well, just put white ice in your face. Wipe <laughs> ice in your eyes. You'll sort yourself out. But just ignored my advice. Actually, the weather's been all right, hasn't it? It's been a bit cold, but not like... We, we had like a week of really cold weather. Everyone's like, oh, global warming, or whatever the fuck they talk about. And now it's like, just all right. This is normal. Or something like that. It's just normal, yeah. Um, yeah, so is it chemtrails or is it, is it hay fever? Might be. Might be. They have been spraying a bit, though, the last, the last week, actually. I've noticed that they've been really um, giving us... You see, like, these tiny fucking little planes, like, minute little things in the air. they just really flying. high? I know, but they fly really fast. If they're really high, <laughs> they're wouldn't really, they... Be, they're wouldn't really they, big, but they're really far away. Wouldn't, wouldn't they appear to be going a lot slower? Do, would Do really small planes make the same trail as the really big planes i don't know i mean oh god I sure sure plane scientists can tell me that plane liar can tell me that plane scientist could you not look up sometimes you think that's just that's a fucking dot there's literally a dot is it like a little dot drone up there just spraying shit flying over and spraying me with do you know what i've noticed in no, relation to me. this tell have me you not noticed there's fresh food going off a lot e- lot easier have you uh, noticed no. that with vegetables and stuff no. you don't cook anything do you so Ask your missus who does all your cooking for you. No, because you your think. house is haunted. We've established this before. <sighs> Stuff in your fridge and that yeah. you said before was going off. Your milk was going off. And 
It's because you've got a, like a demonic I, entity under your house. I don't know, but yeah, there's something going on. It's a water sprite or something. Do you know what? I will tell you a story. We've moved Good, stuff then. about because of things going on in the house, moving bedrooms, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, a, a, a basically a large box of teddy bears that was in a loft appeared in, and I'm the only one who's got anything out. I'm the only go, only one who goes into the loft and gets stuff out. A large box of teddy bears that was in a loft appeared in my stepdaughter's bedroom. She was like, why did you bring my teddy bears down? I mean, she's 18, you know. I was like, I didn't. I don't know who did that. She's like, well, it wasn't here before. It was in the loft. It's a big box of teddy bears. I did not bring them down. They just literally, I, I promise you, I was like, swear on the teddy bears picnic's life that I didn't do it. So it was like, that was a, you know, a particularly strange um, I mean, it's not it's not sinister, is it? But it's just a bit weird. There's no reason for me to move that box, or it, I just didn't. It's simple as that, and it just sort of appeared okay. out of the loft in her bedroom. So that is a bit freaky. Yeah, I mean, again, Are any of the no... teddy bears creepy? Are any of them moving yeah, about um... the house at night? No, nah, but there, there there is a box of them old dolls in the loft, like you know, like old freaky dolls. Maybe it's one of maybe I've disturbed an old freaky doll spirit or something like that. I didn't get them shit down. I was like. Nah. nah, fuck that shit. Not not, not your net shit. Um, yeah. So that that was a bit. Yeah, I mean, it's not really, it's not really. Um, it's not sinister stuff. It's just some odd shit, like like well, um, teleporting boxes won't... of teddy bears is yeah. Quite odd. I mean, it, I definitely because it's a really it's a big box as well, like one that you'd know that you got out of the loft. You know, it's not something I would have missed. Or it's just yeah, it was it was a bit strange. Um, yeah, I mean, anyway, that's why say, your food's going off. And the, uh, like, say, again, I've talked about this before, but pictures generally don't stay on the wall unless you fucking glue them with loads of super glue. They just ping off. Anyway, have you had any, um, weird, you had anything worth, worth nah, mentioning? No, I haven't. You're, you're, you're fibbing now. I'm going to read your mind. You saw something in the sky. That was just the light. Well, you can talk about that because you told me about really? it. So you can talk about it on a podcast. Yeah, come on. The people really want to know about a light in the sky. Be like, well, don't care what they do the or not. I want to know. I want to hear it again. Go on. Tell me your observation, your light observation. I'm not, I'm not feeling the story, but I'll tell you. I was driving along. I was, um, and it, sun was going down, almost gone down. So the sky, it'd been a beautiful, clear day. No clouds in the sky. The sky is going dark. And then I look up as I'm driving along and I see this light in the sky. Oh, that's a bit bright, like a planet. Because sometimes I'll pop out in my garden and have a look up at the stars at night. Nice calming feeling. You can always like spot um, Jupiter and a, a couple of the other stars because they're Uranus. Uh, well, Jupiter's obviously not a star, but um, well, I can only see my, my I can only see Uranus in the mirror. Um, yeah, really? like Jupiter's up there, and you see that. But anyway, I was driving along. Thought, me, that's brighter than Jupiter. Is Jupiter out already? And uh. Obviously, where I was driving, next to an airport, so I thought maybe it's a plane, but it didn't seem like a plane because the where the planes come in, with the I was driving along beside the parallel to the runway, so where the planes come in, you can see them in the distance. They're like stacked up in a line, and they're always yeah, lo yeah, yeah. lower. This was like two or three times higher than a plane would be. Anyway, I got this. My phone's on the dashboard, like attached to a, like a little cradle thing. So I, I got a star map thing on there that I sometimes go out and look at if I can't figure out what a star is i'll have a look with that it tells me what it is so i quickly accessed that and put the app on and held it up and it 
there was no, there was nothing there in the sky where this light was. Like no planets, no stars actually on the no, point. Nothing outstanding that like, should be there. Yeah, so drive along for another minute and I looked up and it had like faded. It was half as bright and then looked away. Next time I looked up, it had gone. Like completely mm. disappeared. And there was no other stars or anything in the sky. Maybe it was a plane. You know, but you know what plane, I mean, I suppose maybe. It could maybe. have been. That's the, it would have been far, far away. Far, far away. Mm. But it was just weird. It was really bright. Could have been it been Jesus or God. It, and then it faded. And then it was gone. And then it got dark and the stars, stars come out. And there wasn't any yeah, star that. in the point of sky where that thing had been. I think that was my strange up. sighting. Paying you for your probing, that's what I think. I don't think so. I started I reading a book. Um, Hold on. I started reading a book about um, UK, uh, what's it called? UFO sightings over the past. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Since the war. So maybe that was in my. Maybe I summoned it in my subconscious. Oh, she'd started to read it and then it and happened. Then I saw an unidentified... It wasn't unidentified flying, it was an unidentified stationary object, but it was very high up. Well, it wasn't on the fucking ground, so it's flying, wasn't it? If it's in the no, air, it was it's hovering. flying. it was stationary. Maybe it wasn't. Can you just call it an unidentified object? Maybe it's a bird on fire. Maybe it's a phoenix. Well, it, anyway, carry on. The thing, like, you know, like, re, like this, um, when something looks at you... When you look at something, it looks back at you. I was listening to a mysterious universe, and he was talking about how he'd seen lights in his um, garden, you know, like um, strobe lights or whatever. And it was all, you know, like I don't know. It was strange how you start looking into stuff, and it looks back at you. I think maybe I know it was just like a light. It wasn't like a big UFO coming, you know, it was over your house or whatever. And I think if they did that, UFOs, you'd, they'd probably get shot down because right now near Heathrow Airport or whatever. So. Not sure there's much to shoot them down around here. I don't know. Norfolk? There is an airbase yeah, just maybe. the other side of, I mean. I'm not sure how many um, fighter, fighter jets they got there. It's a pretty whole base. No. I think it's, it's an interesting, it's not like, it wasn't a moving light. It no. It was an interesting light. I suppose it could be something that you. It was an interesting I, observation because it didn't seem there is like a, a plane. There is a comet, isn't it, there, that's been sort of yeah, waving it around. It wasn't comet. It didn't cometify it, and plus it didn't stay there. It disappeared. Yeah. Okay. Faded out. All right. Faded out. Spaceship. Faded away, with... man. Faded away. I'm going with a um, intergalactic observation drone checking out the leader of the new anti-world order, okay. Lee Hunt. Awesome. I don't accept awesome. that role. Uh, whatever on my box, I've had no weird stuff. I've had some interesting astral experiences in the dream world though definitely had at least one of those you need to ask me brother oh we've got bro oh, looks like looks like we might have a gone bro have you had any yeah. meaningful dreams <laughs> yes oh, i've waited i've had loads but only one no, i've had loads actually but one particular one i'd like to digress to the listening public i was in my dream state and basically i ventured over to the world of the dead i knew for a fact that i was in the um the other dead, the dead wherever you are the next place where you go when you die and it was a massive cathedral and um i went into the big cathedral and everyone was sitting on these round on these benches like kind of like praying um but more sort of meditating 
and I saw someone there who I sort of I suppose no, it was like a, a friend of um, my stepdaughter's, and um, I don't know, this is probably going to sound really irrelevant and nothing not meaningful at all. But she just said to me that I need to uh, can you look out for her sibling who's 20 years younger than her? Oh, do you know what? First thing I was whispering, I was like, hello. No, no, this is really, I mean, I was in, well, I'm in dead world, okay? And I was okay. like whispering. I was like, hello, um, like, you know, do you know you're dead? She was like, you don't need to whisper here. Everybody knows what's going on. You know, we know we're dead or whatever. And um, yeah, she just said, I need to look out for one of her, um, a, a sibling that's sort of 20 years younger than her. I don't even know where I'm going with this, actually. But I, I was in a dead, anyway, I was in a dead world and it was a, giant cathedral and then i spoke to the bishop there and i asked him to get me a lift somewhere and this hasn't really gone really well <laughs> that was a shit dream it's really shit it, it wasn't probably... i can see it now it was really relevant it, you know like when you know what i mean when you're there and that's I what know dreams I'm, are like I was it, yeah it sounds just more like a dream doesn't it rubbish yeah i had other ones but let's just skip this that, bit. that was the best one of your <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, it's the one that sticks in my head sort of more than i, I had low i've had loads of like um dreams of the the oceans um creating these giant whirlpools and um catastrophes and stuff like that not earthquakes can't claim to have had anything about you know the earthquake nothing i didn't pick anything up about that it just happened and did you have any inkling that a um massive shift in human consciousness no. was going to happen with no, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, you know, it was stuff like that. So I almost expect to have some kind of sort of. I did have a dream. Did I, I had a dream about the water was kind of earthquakey and there was whirlpools in it? Does that count? No, doesn't it doesn't count, count, count at all. There were no buildings collapsing or anything like that. I wish I could explain that being in the dead world a bit, bit better. Like, I wish you could as well. Yeah, the bishop wouldn't even. He wouldn't even give me a lift back to this um to the waking world. He was like, no, we don't do lifts here. Okay, well, I find my own way back. So I had to like steal a dream car to get back here. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Did, was yeah. you not? You was going to tell? You were going to say something? Um, no. Before that. Oh, right, okay. Right. right. Um, <laughs> very, very, very interesting. Very interesting. I tell you what, though, I did pick uh, the other morning. I pick my tarot cards often to see how the day's going to go, and I pick Strife okay. Thursday, and my I, for the, the day, how the day was going to go and I got a puncher in the morning in my van and then the rest of the day was very strifeful. I just point out that the tarot card that I picked matched perfectly to the whole working day. It was full of strife. There you go. That's my best paranormal okay. story. Plus but you know what I'm going to say yeah. to that? How many times have you picked a card and there's been nothing? No, every, well, to every be fair, time, every no, no, time. My, it's always tells the, time. the truth. No, well, most of the time I pick a card and it actually um, tells me the truth. I picked for my hospital appointment, I picked I picked a card and I got success. And I went and I was told I haven't got angina, so. Yeah. yeah, we didn't have to pick a card for that. You could have just waited and then at the end of the day you'd be like, you didn't actually. You didn't have angina picked, for the cards. That's a, that's a fib. I didn't pick, I, I, did, I picked abundance, so. Ah, the traffic was really bad. <laughs> and I'm actually, oh, the traffic, I, I picked um um, success was the outcome of the thing, but my day was abundance, and basically there was abundance of traffic on the way to the hospital. Doesn't count. <laughs> the thing is, that tells you you can just sort of match it to anything, can't yeah, you? Of you, you want to hear it. 
was abundant traffic. Yeah, that fucking was. Like you get a lot. There was a lot of. It's like you had a few drinks. There was a lot of cars. That could be abundance yeah. as well. It was abundant. It was quite abundance of alcohol tonight. Yeah. yeah. So there you mm. go. You got anything? What you got? What are you drinking? You're, nothing. You're not I've got nothing. I'm not drinking. Oh man, he's on a dry. I think my face. A couple of weeks fat. now. Right, bro. Moving on. Moving on. Oh, you got got moving any news on. for me? I've got some news. Got a little bit of news. A little bit of news. News uh, me up then. Snooze you up. I just found these not so particularly long ago. Yesterday. Well, this is yeah, yesterday at uh, nine thirty-seven. Not a massive amount in it, but we'll talk about it. Uh, Russia lines up tanks for feared new invasion of Kiev. Kiev prepares to use UK missile on Crimea. What? Oh, as Kiev prepares to use UK missile on Crimea. Russia is estimated to have a massive force of 1,800 tanks, 3,950 armoured vehicles, 810 multiple rocket launch systems and 400 fighter jets ready for a massive offensive in Crimea to the east of Ukraine. Meanwhile, Ukraine's fought to stand ready to utilise utilize Britain's long-range missiles to order and to order in order to attack Russian seized Crimea. Blah, blah, blah. Defence sources said Kiev is preparing to use the missiles to strike Crimea. The peninsula annexed by Russia nine years ago. Technically, it was Russian anyway, but there you go. Talks are understood. Was it nine years ago? Wasn't that long ago, was it? Talks are understood to be ongoing about how long, how many long-range missiles the UK could potentially supply to thwart the threat. Do you know four. what? We can give we four got, missiles. Probably, we've, uh, haven't we literally got nothing? Oh yeah. We're like, we've all we've got is nuclear weapons, and that's it, really. I think the it? other day someone said if, like. England went to, or Britain went to war with Russia. We got enough ammunition for like a day to fight. Like four hours, something, isn't it? You're saying, well, like, yeah, like Should after like, a day, oh, we'll, we'll get ammunition. Me, we've got nothing left. We've, we literally have nothing left. I mean, I mean, if, if Russia have got 1,800 tanks, 400 jets, and they're going to deploy whatever, just why don't they just do that in the first place? Because apparently, I suppose they thought they were going to. Well, no, apparently they they actually were apparently going trying to avoid so many casualties and everything like that uh, you know according to some sources yeah. they you know it really was like a special operation trying to avoid you know destroying everything but um maybe they they still invaded like, a, a sovereign country you can't really it's say sovereign country. It's, you know it doesn't really matter i'm just saying this sovereign country stuff they it's a country they invaded a country no don't use your, your funny eyes on me or whatever it's a country they did invade a country what i'm trying to say is when we when we when the NATO, NATO, invaded Iraq, I don't think they it was, was also it NATO? thought was it, it was NATO. It was NATO. NATO invaded. Wasn't it a coalition? Be... Fuck your coalition! It's NATO. NATO no. invaded Iraq and Afghanistan. Yeah, think NATO, you're wrong there. Not the first Iraq war. I'm not talking about the first wrong. Iraq war. Second Iraq war. I'm not talking about Iraq. I think. Um, I think not all NATO. I don't think NATO invaded. Just listen to me. Okay. They did. Second no. one, they did. No. Yes, Afghanistan and Iraq. Why no, do you keep saying I, no? No, because I think countries didn't bother. Some think, NATO, it wasn't NATO. It was an American-led coalition. It was a NATO, the second one. First one was an American-led coalition. It the wasn't. second one was NATO. Oh, for fuck's sake, it was. Why, I don't even why you're arguing me. For I'm it. arguing why because you, I, don't you arguing you're, I don't think you're real. I don't, don't think, think you're real. I don't think you're true. I don't think it's true. Fuck's sake, anyway, it doesn't really anyway. matter. Can you get to the point of what I'm trying to say? Well, you're, if you're saying false stuff, then I'm, I've got every right to Let me get to the point of what I'm you. trying to say first. NATO were like, uh, when they when NATO invaded Iraq for the second time around... I don't think it around, was NATO. 
when NATO invaded Iraq for the second time around, when NATO invaded Iraq, I don't think all NATO oh, countries said they were invading oh. Iraq. I think some just... countries that were part of NATO invaded Iraq. I don't think it's the same thing. Let me just finish. When NATO invaded Iraq, and they I think said it was um, NATO, <laughs> you're <a> cunt. <laughs> um, they fought. There you that, go. Someone um, in the chat said NATO did not conduct it, but NATO nations were involved, which is exactly what I'm saying. It wasn't a NATO it, operation. NATO invaded Iraq. So it says I've done it in what, big bowls. So we're doing it. We're doing it real time. Looking up now. Yahoo. The invasion phase began on the 19th of March and 20th of March and lasted just over a month, including 26 days of major combat operations, which combined force of troops from the United States, United Kingdom, Australia, and Poland invaded Iraq. Oh, 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 so it wasn't NATO, oh, 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 was it? They were NATO, NATO mission countries. A non combat advisory and capacity building mission. Anyway, carry on. But it was in that. It was NATO anyway. Um, anyway. Wasn't. NATO invaded Iraq. It wasn't. <laughs> When some NATO countries invade, I'm going Iraq, to leave the um, chat in a minute. You're not, because you know what? Me. Just, just say the proper thing. When NATO countries invaded Iraq, <laughs> okay. Does it matter? <laughs> no, I don't I'm, not, I'm not trying to force. People. It doesn't matter. I get shit wrong. Um, they, when they went in, I thought they, they thought that the everyone would like welcome them, you yeah. know, and uprise. But it oh, didn't yeah, happen. Well known, yeah. I think it's a very similar situation. In Ukraine, which I mean, like a lot of the yeah. East Ukraine, Donbass, etc., did welcome Russia, but a lot of them didn't. So, you know, it's a it, it's a kind of similar thing, um, kind of. Apart yeah, from, kind of. Apart kind from Iraq, of, didn't get propped up by so the biggest warrior warring nation in the world. They were being invaded by it. Uh, Iraq, Ukraine. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, by NATO. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, imagine if um, like China and um, Russia, Iran, sent all their um, like tanks and fucking troops and uh, advisors and artillery and what have you into Iraq to defend against the uh, NATO country invasion. It would have been World War Three, wouldn't it? Very similar situation. It would have been. It would have been then, you know, because people would have been, oh, you're predicting terrorists, 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 um, and etc. I can't remember where I was going. Where I was going with this? I haven't got a clue. No oh, idea. we said uh, that Russia's lined up all their tanks. Oh, what sort of tanks they lined oh, yeah, up? Yeah. Did it say? No. Is it any uh, of the new ones? Old ones? Probably. Scooby-Doo ones? Oh, uh, Does it matter? Blah, 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 blah. Everything uh, we hear about it's going to be bollocks anyway. Yeah. According to foreign policy, an unnamed Ukrainian defence official called Bob has estimated that Russia has 300 helicopters and 2,700 artillery systems prepared. Uh, oh, wow. that's possible. I mean, apparently, apparently, rumour has it, Russia has got, like, thousands. Well, they have. They've got a massive army. Yeah. You know, massive. You know, massive. They've got massive amounts of shit. I saw, um, it was some Russian defence bloke, and he was being interviewed on LBC, and, um, he was the little old guy on LBC. Talks a bit like that. It's quite, he was quite famous, been on something else before. Narrows it down. Another great bit know. of information from our informed heads um and he would uh, he was saying basically the russian bloke was saying if uh whatever happens britain you can't win we we, we know exactly you know we know that what you've been planning for ages you know uh, supplying tanks blah 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 to uh ukraine and you can't win 
you little country you can't win yeah, but we don't, don't have know. to win because it's not britain doing it it's nato it's america the biggest military NATO, force on the planet not really nato it's nato countries no it's pretty much nato, it's NATO countries. this is different all right NATO. NATO, NATO, NATO countries. it's nato supply NATO, in ukraine NATO countries all right whatever it's different <laughs> you can say what you want but it's, it's different <laughs> yeah um but it's not it's not like britain is is propping up ukraine is a dozen yeah, countries doing it why are we so why are we so um why is britain so fucking it's money money and power hell-bent on like going yeah is what, what, what is our what is our i mean we know what americans are like their vested interest in it I, well, I can't i can't um i can't i can't join you can't you can't you can't come on what's going on in ukraine with the brit you know the britain europe nato and stuff with what's going on with the um wef with the banks etc i can't i can't work out because where it's not, it fits it's in it's not all direct it's a big spider web i don't a lot of it's Is not it? a direct it's... thing direct relation oh. Especially the control of the food, you know, and, and stuff like that, and getting rid of the food distribution, that's a big part of it, which is connected to Ukraine. So, but I can't quite yeah, work out... We looked out. at this before, when they were saying about yeah. oh, Ukraine, Europe's breadbasket, but Ukraine's not even the biggest producer of grain. It's like the mm. ninth or tenth producer. There's other countries in Europe that produce more grain than... France produces more grain than Ukraine. It, do you think... Right, the the WEF, this this whole thing with fifteen minute cities and all that stuff, smart cities, fifteen minute cities, they're going like full head with this and digital currencies, etc. But you've got the war in Ukraine. Do you think um, the war in Ukraine? Do you, do you I don't think, think it's directly related? One is pushing the other. They're different things. Well, don't you think that if they like say uh, the the Right, I'm going to go from a conspiracy sort of, you know, like um, the New lucky. World Order. Well, because we're the big conspire, yes, exactly. So the New World Order, would they not be putting every single resource that they physically could? Why are they not putting every propaganda resource and everything into beating um, Russia if they're such a threat? You know, not going, not trying to introduce the 15-minute city and, you know, all that stuff and uh, the immigration part and... You know what I mean? When they're trying to dis uh, disrupt societies and, you know, they're doing all of that, but you've also got this other separate thing. I'm just trying to say, right, what I'm doing is, because I'm obviously a big conspiracy I don't understand guy, what I think, doing. I think it's all, it's all um, connected, 100%, you know, generally. Yeah, but I don't think it's connected directly. One, what, You need one to do the other. I think they're just... I'm questioning myself. I'm questioning my own... Um, my own ideas on the new world order, etc. So, like, I'm thinking the the, the war in Ukraine's probably arranged, etc. And the 15 minute cities and uh, climate change, the whole thing, a lot, almost the whole umbrella of it, is part of the the new world order agenda. Apart from, but I I would say apart from the war in Ukraine, but they do want to colder population by 80% so a war in Ukraine could possibly do that so and, and I've said I know we're going over old ground and stuff so they would make it seem like it's some organic thing do you know what I mean like so yeah I don't think the WF is involved in directly in the war like okay but right. I think they're yeah. control I think that's a different they're different it's different factions the war 
is run by warmongers who make lots of money out of war, which I don't think the WF is involved in. They're a different control arm, if you know what I mean. They're a different part. Yeah, different fair enough. So they've, they've got their own agenda, like yeah. they're trying to get I mean, through whatever Russia's involved with the like WF that. itself, so it's not... Yeah, I know, exactly, you know I mean? yeah. I don't think it's that. I don't think Ukraine pushes the WF agenda, agenda for 15-minute cities and whatever. I mean, yeah. it's all it's a lot to do with will be to do with money lending and covering up tracks of you know what maybe yeah. certain countries have been doing there in the past but also it's also um putin being a little bit expansionist on himself you know what i mean mm. he wanted to expand his stuff he thought he thought ukraine would fold straight away and he'd have a bigger region for his country and people in his country would hail him as like some conquering hero and it didn't work isn't worked out like that I um, saw um, an interview the other day and they were saying basically the worst case scenario would be for Ukraine to lose like quickly because Russia would probably, because of what's going on, go into Poland. Yeah, but do you not of... think that maybe Russia would, have, hold on, Russia would have done that anyway if Ukraine had folded quickly and, no, and we hadn't, like NATO let hadn't me... stepped up? Hold on, let me just ask, put this in. But I haven't finished. Look on him. Now finish what to, you said now i need to yeah if say if like the the, the if they um say ukraine folded uh well when when ukraine will lose right at some point because russia will just keep chucking men and etc there's no way uh unless nato gets completely involved in there ukraine will lose that and then russia will probably go into poland because of the borders etc and then what will happen is NATO will have to get completely involved in it, and there's no way that Russia can stand against all of NATO's combined forces. They just can't. So it will become a nuclear exchange. So they worked. So like the worst thing that could possibly happen would be for NATO, for Ukraine to lose. So you need to put NATO forces in there anyway. But then they'd come across uh, fight Russia anyway, and then Russia can't beat NATO because of how many forces there are. So whatever happens, all I can see is a nuclear exchange. You know, me personally, I can't, you know, from seeing, listen to, which made sense about um, going, you know, them beating Ukraine and then going into Poland because of what Poland are doing with their forces, etc. I can't, for the future, unfortunately, I can't see anything other than NATO fighting Russia, Russia basically getting beaten and them using nuclear weapons and us using nuclear weapons. But, that's the future, and it's so fucking bleak and quite distressing, really. What do you think about that? I don't know. I don't. I don't know because I don't think. I don't think nuclear weapons, even if you take into it's all planned for the depopulation, nuclear weapons are not the way to do it because you just destroy the world. You'll want to make into your garden. Yeah, can I uh, take take away the um, depopulation agenda? Just forget. Imagine right, there's so, no there's no WF and the population. It's, it's not a planned thing. So I don't know. But what I was trying to say to you sorry, is, if sorry, yeah. NATO hadn't bothered stepping in and helping Ukraine, Ukraine had folded after a couple of weeks. What was to say that he wouldn't have Putin wouldn't have just gone into Poland anyway? Yeah, expansion. Well, so you know, like oh, we've we we we've taken Ukraine now. There's Nazis in Poland. Because NATO never stopped him. If you're mm. someone like, if you're someone like that, let's say that Putin is an ex, was looking to expand. He's an expansionist thing. 
Then or you know, Putin um, government or you know, yeah, the, whatever the Russian. the Russian powers. What 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 is the reason for expansion though? They don't need it. China needs who, it because their their population is heading for a, you know a massive like but Chinese what? the Chinese population like China won't exist by two thousand and fifty because of how their demographic demographic demographics. So you can understand China looking at that and being expansionist because they have to to survive. But I don't. I can't see. I don't see why. Why Russia people would done do that. that? Yeah, but people are uh, want power because of economics, ego, and stuff. But like the Second World War, that was because of economics, you know. And, and after the First World War, and you know, obviously social. No, sometimes things. people just wanted power. I don't know. I don't, why I don't, does America I, go marching around the world, well, bringing freedom and democracy for resources? That, that's and the that. point. They don't just, need just it. About Russia invading Ukraine, but it was NATO. Who was supplying Ukraine with weapons, etc., to fight Russia? In it's such a complicated. It's not just a, you know, it's uh, oh, very it's little so up, um, part of um, which isn't it's brought up. up very often, especially among peoples who say that it's all NATO's fault. But no, when all NATO's fault, no, no, but, yeah, but when yeah. when the agreement was agreed with Ukraine to give up the nuclear weapons and that part yeah. of that agreement was that the West would support Ukraine. In the face of Russian aggression in the future. In the face of Russia, yeah, but not the other, not so. No, what yeah. did Russia do in the face of NATO aggression? No, but there wasn't NATO aggression. We haven't attacked Russia. But, yeah, but if Russia um, attacked Ukraine, we made assurances. The West, NATO, made assurances that they would support. But wasn't Russia supposed to? Uh, sorry, Ukraine supposed to not try to be. Also, not try to be a part of NATO. That was an agreement as well. So. Oh. Sort of, yeah, it's like a it little bit, but you can't. Was. Yeah, but you can't. Bit, it was. You can't um, actually. You know, say I mean, it's all. Was, it's all NATO's I mean, the, Minsk, the, Minsk, the Minsk agreement was Ukraine will stay. That never like, got enacted like, properly, did it? Well, obviously not. But I mean, that was the idea, wasn't it? Like they, they they'll give up their um, nuclear weapons, etc., and then. Yeah, but part of that, not, them giving them up, yeah, but part of it was if under threat of like Russian aggression. NATO would, I think part of it was there through the treaty, they could actually be NATO troops on the ground. No, I don't know. We haven't gone as far. We haven't gone as far as the treaty, as potentially the treaty gives us the options of doing. Apparently. But this never gets brought up in any conversations. All I hear is it's NATO's fault for going on Russia's doorstep, which, you know, is not, shouldn't be expanding there because it pisses people off. But then you look at. Like say a, a country that's running itself should be allowed to do whatever the fuck it wanted. If he wants to, it wasn't you know, join itself, was it? Whatever. You've got to look at, it wasn't a, though. Sorry, I know, that, you know. I know. But who could, you? You can't tell it. You can't say to a no. country, "Oh, you're not running yourself." Potentially, they're meant to be their own country, Ukraine. Oh, so they should Why should Russia determine who they who they join or what they do in their own country? I know, and they go. They, I mean, it happens they... all around the world, and America's the. You know, look back to the Cuban Missile Crisis, the biggest proponent of what exactly yeah. what Russia's doing, America done, and yeah. they were more powerful and, and they they made the, the missiles bugger off, didn't they? I think, um, you know, Russia say they were doing it to protect their, for their security and stuff. It's not like, I mean, not be funny, it wouldn't have mattered whether Ukraine was NATO, whether every country around Russia was NATO. No. NATO was never going to invade. No, um, of course they weren't. So in Russia. that sense, it's a 
force whatever in, they unless did. they unless they decided that um, Russia was a rogue state, of course, and then thought, yeah, but you, you couldn't you can't invade a country with that many nuclear missiles. It's no, pointless. Can't. No, you can't. You do it before. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it, it it was just an excuse. So I suppose if you look at it, really, it's kind of expansionist, but it it's also I don't know. Still quite scary. Like we said earlier, what, yeah, what if what if we just left Ukraine to its own devices and they'd fallen? He, you know, would he have should, stopped at Ukraine? Should have not been training troops, etc. You know, but in why? Ukraine. Why shouldn't you? Because, or giving them weapons and you know, etc. Selling them weapons. There's an army industry all over the world. Yeah, but. You know who do you? That, that's what it is. That's bang on what it is. It's about making money. Like you, oh, told, you said it before, it's about they've, they've already an agreement to rebuild bloody Ukraine. You know, but if you, from... you take a step back, what country should tell another country they can't do what they want in their country? I mean, I think we've, fuck, we've fuck been part of. Anyway. That's why we went into Iraq because we were trying to tell them that we can do whatever. I understand that, and we shouldn't have been there. And I think we most people Iraq because they were trying to get rid of the um, you know, the... yeah. So we were trying to tell them yeah. what to do, and yeah. we've been part of. You know the American military complex that's been going around the world doing yeah, that. So you can't years. really say, um, can't really say I don't agree with the war in Iraq, and then go, oh, I agree with um, Russia invading Ukraine. I yeah. don't. I mean, I, I just know that the, it's just there's propaganda and lies on both sides. Which yeah, of course, there is. Over this over and over again. You know, it's like there isn't, isn't there isn't a there isn't a good and a bad here. It's just a no. a, a mixed tangled web of deceit, lies, and fucking you know, fuck. whatever. Fucking idiot. Messing with our fucking us. We just want to get on. We want to want to grow our crops, man. Yeah, it's Let just our rich, children live and just rich people with power. Fucking, you know, jangling our, pulling our no, strings and because they've got nothing better to do. They don't need to do. It. They don't need to go to work. What they do is sit in front of a TV computer, got a little laptop. What country can we fuck with? What people can we fucking assassinate? Because they've got nothing better to do. They just play games. They're playing games, yeah. which is real life games. We've got we we can't play games all day because we've got to go to work. We come home and play some games, pretend games, but they're doing it all fucking day. That's what it is. But they've got no real consequence for themselves because they they're like they're literally like drone pilots making all these people do whatever. Fucking game to them because they never get punched in the face. They don't. They don't get kicked in the balls or shot. Whatever. Okay, you know, they occasionally, they're, they're country leaders do. But mostly not. Their, their daughters don't get raped and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Their, their son's getting killed. It's not. A, it's a game to them. It's like... I like the analogy. I like that. Okay. You like my analogy? That? Anyway, that was a long old rant about stuff. We still didn't get to the bottom of anything, but... Annoying. Anyway, that was about tanks. Next one. Uh, <laughs> I might, oh, oh, here we go. This is this is relevant as well. Nuclear war, war is just one mis miscalculation away per UN chief. Um, that's it, really. It's, it's like a bullet point. Uh, at the opening opening of a key nuclear non-proliferation treaty conference in New York in the summer of 2022, Guterres warned that the world faced nuclear danger not seen since the height of the Cold War. Citing Russia's war of Ukraine and tensions on the Korean Peninsula and in the Middle East, Guterres said he feared that crisis of nuclear undertones could escalate. Today, humanity is just one misunderstanding, one miscalculation away from nuclear annihilation, Guterres told the 10th Review Conference of the MPT, an international treaty that came into force in 1970 to prevent the spread of nuclear weapons. Yeah, it really. it's just I'm uh, not we have, about the yeah. whole nuclear thing. Grew up with you're it, not, not bothered about not. it now. No, yeah, no, no. Well, not worrying about it, it's beyond my control. 
got to be a bit. No, I'm not. Because oh, you've had the Cold War before, you've been through it all, and it's been like... Uh, it's all it's load the, of, like decide to drop a bomb on us, there's nothing I can do about it. That annoys me when people say, decide to drop a bomb, it doesn't work that way, but... What do you mean? Because they've got more than one bomb. Yeah, I'm just theoretically only going to take one bomb near me. It's not if like I can... decide to drop the bomb on the UK, I'm going to hide under my table. Yeah, it's not like I can duck and cover. <laughs> the end, <laughs> isn't yeah. it? It's, let's not worry Very about much. it. Well, apparently it's not. I mean, if they said, uh, oh, they're sending bomb, like a bomber over with like 100, 2,000 pound bombs are going to drop. It's like, you know, maybe I can survive that and get out of the way. I don't know where it's going to drop, you know, and even if it's dropped near me, there's a chance I can survive. They're going to send a nuke. It's like, you know, whatever, shrug your shoulders. Yeah. Tip your hat. And, yeah. A bit further away, you might survive it and, well, you know. Yeah. So it's not worth worrying about. Nuclear yeah, Armageddon's enough. not. It's not really. I agree with you. It's not worth Right, my next very, very important... Oh, hold on, let me do... i got a story. Oh, sorry, you, you got, give me a story. i got something, anyway, which That's is the um, the Chinese weather balloon. Oh, of course. Which they was going across America, and they shot the weather down. balloon. Well, the, the Chinese said it's a weather balloon. The Americans say it's a spy balloon. Pardon but me. there's this story which is the U.S. developed method to track Chinese spy balloon fleet within last year, sources say. So basically, the story goes on. It goes on to a little bit about the balloons and, you know, they've been seeing more of these um, Chinese balloons. But um, in the past year, they've managed to, like, put up a system that can track these balloons across the world. And they said what happened was they done some statistical analysis from some... I don't know, whatever they had from before. And during, they bring up like during Trump's presidency, four or five of these balloons went across the America. They noticed, they didn't track them at the time because they didn't have the ability. They noticed but now, but uh, yeah, afterwards, doing, the no, they didn't have the, listen to what I'm saying. They didn't have the ability back then, apparently. They, but statistical analysis through, I don't know, whatever they've looked at bringing in this information, they've managed to put together a system that's, says that these balloons probably did go across the United States during Trump's, Trump's presidency. Why they don't go before his presidency, I don't know. Maybe China didn't have the balloons back then. But now they've set up a system that can track these balloons. They, what I was wanting to bring up, they had a big hoo-ha about, oh, we found this balloon. But if they've had it for a year, reading on a little bit, it was like, oh, yeah, we, we knew this balloon was coming into our um, airspace, but we left it. And then there was a big media fury, weren't there, mm. around it. So it's all planned. It well, yeah, yeah, it's planned, isn't it? Because they could have shut it down before it got into the air, before it got over the continental United oh, States. They know it was doing what it was doing. They left it. Yes, they, they tracked because, because they can already. It. Yeah, they can already track it. So they left it to make a big media buzz around spy balloons. For what reason? I don't know. So people know about spy. I don't know. It's one of those things, isn't it? Um, or it isn't a Chinese spy balloon, and it is a. It's basically a satellite that it's supposed to be a satellite in orbit. And it's actually a balloon. No, because there was another one in uh, the Earth thing. No, no. There's yeah, no. There's another one that was in South America as well at the same time, wasn't it? Well, apparently, apparently that, that crashed. Who saw that? South American people. Do you I think it's know. to? Is it to take people's minds off of UFOs and people to go? Oh, that's probably just a balloon, not a UFO, because it's been. No, because I think there's the, loads of sightings of UFOs recently. No, I don't think they're not. They're not this trying to say they're, they've been seen everywhere. Yeah, but they're not trying to say that they're not here, are they? 
the UFO yeah. thing. They're not pushing that UFOs aren't real. Not trying to say they're not here. Yeah, like the UAP disclosure in that. They're slowly bringing that out. So why would they yeah. want to cover that with balloons? They would. They would have done know. this before. I think it's more. All I'm saying is to this story. This story is they could track the. They've been able to track these balloons for over a year, yet apparently they only saw this. They only let the media thing come out when this balloon was actually over the United States. But they'd already mm. tracked it into you, the United, you know, flying over the United they States. Well they knew it was there. coming, and then they released the story once it was here, and then they shot it down afterwards. I think it's just ridiculous the fact. How can they? So right, they can track fast moving planes and whatever. No, no, that was the that, that was the point when in this I'm not going to read the whole thing, but they're saying it was difficult because balloons they fly so high and they're really slow. All the stuff they're set up to track are like fast moving targets, exactly like you said, they're planes right. that move fast. Whereas balloons are so slow and they often fly so high they're not looking in those areas. They haven't got stuff to track them. It's or they didn't like have. A, now they have. Yeah, like sort of, yeah. It's like just slow, no one's looking for that shit. Because it's so mm. slow and inobnoxious. Inobnoxious, that's not the inobnoxious. One of those words, inno something words. Inexpicuous. Inexpicuous. What is that word? Inoculus. No, that's not inoculus. No, that's something you put in your head. TVR. That's oculus. Anyway, these balloons are like that. So they weren't. Yeah. So they didn't. Whatever. They didn't have anything to track them. Because they were that. But now they've designed a system that can. What I'm saying is, they, they obviously knew it was coming, going to be flying over the US. But only once it got over to the US did they say, did they start pointing it and going, oh, look at this balloon, this terrible spy balloon. And then they shot it down with a fucking F-22 or whatever. They could have just, yeah. I don't know, thrown a dart at it and wait for the air, whatever medium, what keeps it afloat yeah. to come out and let it slowly float down to the thing. But that had to blow it up in extreme style, didn't they? China are like, ah, oh, it's not a spy balloon, it's yeah. a weather balloon. It's a weather balloon right with cameras on. China are like, uh, can we have our not spy balloon back, please? <laughs> like, oh yeah, we'll just give you it back without. But uh, there's speculation that they're, they're, it was dry runs for EMP attacks on the American mainland. So yeah. they've got balloons up, they can just, you know, explode in bombs in the. It probably is, isn't it? To see what their defense system's like. And now they're finally posted. It's just. They've been fingered into. Just I mean, big balloons many... are just weird. I mean, America's have got their own balloon program. I think they set up mm. a few years ago, like four or five years, four years ago, well, two years ago. Over, uh, crashing near Roswell a few years back. <laughs> no, no, not that. <laughs> like these balloons, they got this because they're, you know, they're cheap technology compared to satellites, I suppose. And not, well, maybe China can't track them. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe they haven't got the technology to track them. If America's maybe only, these... if America's only just designed the technology. So they say to track these balloons, and maybe no one else has got the same technology. Now these, uh, you see these fleets of these big balloons in the um, atmosphere. You know, like you can see like thirty white um, look like basically balloons, like yeah, up in the air. And they, people think they're fleets of UFOs. Maybe they are literally are fleets, fleets of balloons. Yeah, maybe they are. Maybe they are. Like, you know, like some kind of um, you know, they've got like radar shit. I don't know. Fucking knows. It's like, yeah, maybe it is. They chuck them in the slipstream. You know, it's going to go a certain way. They go off to wherever. Well, they, they've got satellites. How the fuck do they need um spy balloons? It's ridiculous. Uh, cheaper, isn't they? Cheaper and maybe like easier. They're already cheaper than what? They've yeah, got but, them there. but satellites only go on 
Horses are cheaper. I don't fucking use them in war, do they? Use <laughs> tanks. Be, don't be a dick. They are though. Maybe you see satellites are sailing, gone. Sailing boats probably cheaper than a fucking and metal I say frigate. This, or satellites are like stuck God. in a like a certain orbit, aren't they? Unless you change their orbit. Yeah, no, I know yeah, what you mean. I mean, but... it still takes time. Whereas balloons, you can just float them around. Apparently, you can't change the course of balloons. They just go where the fuck they no, want to no, go. No. Apparently, I think it all, it's all going to depend on the how high up they are, because there's going to be different currents going different ways depending on the temperature, isn't there? So if you can get right. the balloon to ascend a bit into a different current, it will probably push it a different way. Fucking balloon war now, is it? World War balloons. World War balloon. Anyway, that was my balloon story. The Americans knew it was coming. I don't know why they had the big old, you know, big media circus around just spotting this balloon when the story that's come out after the balloon says that they all could have they already were tracking the balloon strange bullshit, bullshit. unless it is <laughs> because someone spotted it they were just gonna not bother doing anything about it yeah maybe I don't know. perhaps they wanted to hide the fact that they um can track the balloons they didn't want to let it out so they were going to leave it some idiots like put it on TikTok. Oh, it's this fucking balloon. I'm going to have done what this is. And they're like, oh, for crap. So now China's that. thinking, fuck, they can track our balloons. Fuck. Whereas before they thought, fuck, they can't track, can't track our balloons. I track my balloon. I kill you. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. What story I you got? That. I can do that because my nephews are like a bit Chinese. So I'm allowed to be Chinese racist. Um, True. True story. Very uh, cool. There was a big earthquake in uh, um in Turkey and Syria. Basically, there's like saying like forty thousand people killed, probably more than that now. Um, but previous to that, literally just before, literally a day before, um, you know, basically Turkey was saying that they're not going to accept um Sweden's application to join NATO, and then NATO's come out. NATO, this NATO again come out and said uh okay but uh there's going to be some terrorist attacks in your country now literally after that and turkey were like oh, okay and then there's these big earthquakes so i'm thinking that basically NATO is that exactly used... how the story went though i'm going with my story NATO used harp to um basically wipe out quite a bit of turkey and a bit of syria while they're at it I think that's what happened pretty much no uh i don't know people every time a natural disaster happens anywhere in the world now it's blamed on harp it's like there is no there are no we had this question we yeah. day but yeah without being um there are no natural disasters because everything was created by harp literally everything i've got i've got you know everything that happens when there's like thousands of people die it's yeah. created by man-made you know nuclear bombs in the whatever and whatever i mean Mother Nature must be getting a bit peed off, not getting any, um, you know, credit for any of these um, sort of killings. But I, uh, I don't know. Maybe there's something in it. I don't know. Because the um, Turkish president did come out and say, um, "There's no way we could have predicted something like this." I'm thinking, well, no, probably not. But it does tend to happen, doesn't it? Has it not happened before when people are, you know, like? Um, I can't remember where the last place was. I'm really quite up to date on my information here. But it was like, oh, we're going to... What was it? Yeah. We're not going to do this. And it was like, oh, there's going to be some terrorist attacks there. I think there was terrorist attacks. It was like 
in Spain and shit like that. But I mean, I don't know. There's lots of videos coming out with like lightning, weird flashes in the sky, and like you know, weird shit like that. And then, yeah, but but, but I think you may I, get that with the Earth does do. stuff, doesn't it? It does it, shit, it, you know, it, electromagnetic it, and all that yeah. shifting and vortices and who knows. I've seen some some other like strange videos. Of people talking about the um the magma in the Mariana Trench. How yeah. that's due to pop up and pretty much um, cause loads of earthquakes and shit around the world. So like so again, yeah, I mean, like, and also you've got this thing with the pole shifting and the earth spinning backwards, and all. it's just so much fucky, rucky, fucky doodery going on. What do you think? Yeah, um, I think you. I think, else here. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, and I think that just shit happens with the earth earthquakes happen volcanoes happen i don't think they're all triggered by a harp i think any are no what do you think harp does then i think it's a conductor that tunes into the union i don't know what harp does well what what's the point of it if they're, they're not i don't know spend it i don't know what the fucking point of it is better, are they? i don't know what the point of it is no one does well apart from people working on it well we do know what it does it causes fucking earthquakes and um, okay well, maybe it does um, cause earthquakes, but I don't think every big earthquake is a... caused by harp. No, but I think this one might have been. No. Possibly. No. Maybe. No. No, why not? I just don't. Uh, I'm just looking okay. up the, um, why the Turkeys said that Sweden can't join. And basically, they wanted America to stop funding or finance, financing and arming the PYD and the YPG in Syria. Turkey wanted them to. Yeah, because obviously Turkey's invested in Syria as because it's yeah. right next to them. So I don't know who the YPD and the YP, the People's PYD Kurdish. and the YPG. Got the People's in Syria. So they're obviously PK, like PKD. No PYD. Shut uh, up. PYD and YPG. Uh, anyway, two factions P in Syria. The Americans are financing them. Turkey wants America. Yeah, but Turkey wants America to stop financing them. So obviously, Turkey's whatever's going, whoever they're fighting on, Turkey's supporting the people they're fighting against, and they want oh, America yeah. to stop financing them, and then they will support Sweden's bid to join NATO. But America said no, we won't stop supporting. But them because... I think just whole NATO as a whole just said no, just don't do that. I don't know any like threats about terrorist attacks. I don't doesn't say in this story here all right keep talking i'm gonna find you don't have I'm to find oh, no. uh how come oh, okay all right next week we can talk about Turkey yeah yeah we'll, we'll do it next week silly we'll look into the sweden sweden earthquake maybe sweden done it yeah maybe 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 they did they sent their trolls down there I've got one more story, ground, which is jumping kind up and of, down. It's kind of not. Um, it's not um, interesting, inspired, but it is. Um, it's to do with this lady in England who's gone missing. Basically, Nicola Bully. It says this is all the facts about disappearance and mysteries that remain. Right, I'm just going to go through this. This is a um, a mother of children who disappeared while walking her dog, and it's all a bit strange. 
Missing mum Nicola Bully vanished on a dog walk along a remote riverbank 13 days ago. Despite a major search effort, police admitted yesterday no significant evidence had been found to prove what actually happened. The 45 year old dropped her two children off at school in St Michael's on Wire on January 27th before taking Springer Spaniel Willow along a river towpath. However, a phone was later found on a bench overlooking the water with the dog wandering alone nearby. A major police operation has been launched with an independent under-forensics team also drafted in this week. Police have ruled out third-party involvement yesterday extending the search to the sea, but there's still no concrete clues about what happened to her. Um, at 8.26am on Friday 27th January, Nicola left her home in Inskip with her two daughters aged six and nine, dropping them off at school and engaging in a brief conversation with another parent around 50 minutes later. Doorbell camera footage of release showing her outside the family home load, loading the dog into the boot. Leaving her car park, uh, car parked at the school, she took Willow for a walk at 8.43 along the river path. She was seen by a dog walker who knew her at around 8.50am and at 8.53 sent an email to her boss. So she sent one at 8.53. It's understood she then texted her friend about meeting up later in the week at 8.57, then logged, logged into her work conference at 9.01. She was seen by a second witness at 9.10, the last known sighting. Despite her last known sighting being in the field, Nicholas' phone was found back down the route on the bench at 9.33. Another dog walker came through a gate and found Willow Mark dog wandering alone without her harness on, which was on the floor, then spotted the phone. Why would the dog not have a Which is described as being agitated. dog was agitated, but friends said it was common for Nicholas to remove the harness, let her roam around while she waited. Anyway, it's understood that the unnamed dog walker the unnamed dog was able to get a message. Nicholas' partner, Paul, and he headed to the scene before reporting her missing. So he messaged the partner. Basically, this lady gone missing and no one can find fucking nothing of her. Right. It's by a river. The police have decided that she's gone in the in the drink. And um, that's what's happened. Now, basically. Uh, uh, referring to missing 411, where people just disappear. I know like, basically a pile of her clothes haven't been found. But she has just disappeared, like with, and she was still logged into her works call, which was left on the bench. What uh, basically, I was listening to Mysterious Universe earlier, and they were talking about an incident that happened in Canada, and it was a, a chap who went missing, and the basically the authorities came along and said, um, it, it was a basically this guy went missing. Is he had three guns? They were found in various places. His clothes were found. And they said that it, it was an unfortunate accident. He's obviously gone into the water without having any evidence whatsoever of this. And that's why this piqued my interest, where the authorities have come out now, like today or yesterday, and said she's obviously gone in the water. It's very similar where the authorities with no evidence whatsoever have come out and said this person has gone into, you know, in the water, drowned, etc., with no evidence. That that It was just, it was just... I think that's why it, it, it put me heckles up, you know? It's mm. like there's a, uh, um, I'll say a government cover-up or, or authority cover-up, maybe to cover up their own you know, shit because they, they're they crap. They haven't found anybody or any evidence of it whatsoever of what's gone on. So I'm I'm just, I don't know. Just, I think there's similarities between the same she... four or one and pretty much didn't go in the river now. They're saying there's no way she could have. 
Yeah, well, no, there are people saying she, there's no way, you know, like the experts, etc., saying it, it, they don't think that, but the police came out and said that, you know. Yeah, now, but I now, think now they're, they're saying they're pretty, pretty much no chance of her being in the river. So she's gone okay. somewhere else. Yeah, well, I, I, she's gone somewhere else, different universe, missing four one. Um, <laughs> Bigfoot got a balloon come down, just, a Chinese balloon it, come and picked her up. by the river, it's the river thing again, you know, by water. Um, there's been a lot of, again, listen to the mysterious universe about people, I don't know, enticed into water by all day they're saying she's not going into water i don't know it's weird i just think it's weird i think there's something something odd about this this case yeah it does seem a bit strange i mean everyone thinks it's odd because they don't know you know any evidence but just from a 411 missing it's 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 one of these cases that i think it is and if you you know if you look at any of the cases it's it's where you know her phone's there her dog's there but she's not. Do you know what I mean? It's literally she's just like vanished into thin air. It seems that way. Well, there you go. Okay. That's it. That's it. Yeah, it's I haven't got any I haven't got anything to add. Yeah, we know. Just know, we don't know enough of the information. I'm hoping she's just is like a bit strange. Run off, you know, with I'm Yeah, I don't think she's run off because she would have probably taken her children with her, wouldn't she? I know. People do funny things, don't I know they? they do. But I don't think so either, but I mean, I, I, I pulled um, a tarot card for this and I got Strife, which is the same card I got for my bloody Do you mean she got Strife in traffic? Oh, well, no, that was no a it's, um, revenge. it's to do with revenge. The Strife card is a little bit to do with revenge and um, stuff like that. So we're thinking maybe, maybe she, maybe she has run off just for a, a bit of spite with her partner or her partner's killed her because of something else that's going on. But the, the police would know that there's other shenanigans going on if there's a third party affairs and stuff like that but I, I don't know i think i'm blaming bigfoot anyway it's my bigfoot last in, bigfoot in the city last my last in, yeah bigfoot in next the city, side the interest. big hairy man was running away with a woman under his arm big hairy man <laughs> oh dear um <coughs> yeah well that's my news you've got any more that it? No, we done? nothing all i had was the balloon did you lovely jubbly the balloon right, story uh, the fake balloon story Let's uh, what have we got? What, what um, what interesting um, interesting things are we going to talk about today? Hello. Well, you there? I thought we could talk about something called the Voynich Manus manuscript. Okay. What what is the, what is the Voynich manuscript? It is a weird manuscript from uh, probably the sixteenth century. Which well, I would look into. Many call the 15th century codex, commonly known as the Voynich Manuscript, the world's most mysterious book. Written in an unknown script by an unknown author, the manuscript has no clearer purpose now than when it was discovered in 1912 by rare books dealer Wilfred Voynich. The manuscript appears and disappears throughout history, from the Library of the Holy Roman Emperor Rudolf II to a secret sale of books in 1903 by the Society of Jesus in Rome. The book's language has eluded decipherment and its elaborate illustration remains as baffling as they are beautiful. Okay. Is when I said to you about this the other week, what did you, yeah. you didn't know anything about it? Not at all. I, I know I've, I know, I know I've, um, I've like heard of it without knowing anything about it. But now I've, now I've, now I know something about it. I still know nothing about it. <laughs> if you know what I mean. So, because I think you actually brought, did you buy a copy of it? 
Okay. No, I didn't. I thought I had. Oh. I bought something called the Voy Voynich Manuscript, and it's basically talking about the Voynich Manuscript, a little bit like we're going to. Okay. I was hoping it would be the thing, so I could like look at it and go decide for myself what the fuck's have going on. You must on, have seen not... some of. Have you looked up on the internet? Yeah, yeah, seen some of, of the pictures and well, some of the some of the the pictures are in the book, obviously. You so, know, what do you think about the pictures? I mean, we're talking uh, about. Them, it's it's a bit odd, I suppose. It's like. I don't really. I, I, the thing is, like, you've got to know, you've got to know a bit about historical art, I think, to make a make a judgment on the pictures yeah. because it was it was made at a certain time, or you know, it was found at a certain time. Um, so the so some of the like the the artworks when it would have been, you know, if you look at it now, you'd be like, oh, that's a bit shit. But you've got to compare it to artwork at the time. Yeah. Um, it's a bit strange because like, uh, they were just—they were saying, "Well, they'll should explain." Basically, it's—it's a—it's a manuscript that's got pictures of various things in it. It's got writing right the way through, which is completely impossible to decipher. I mean, usually it's—it's in no language, but it's written continuously, like it's—it's been—it's um, like a language that's been written, but no one can decipher it. Yeah, it's not it's in code, it's not Latin. as far as we it's, know. We think it's in code, but no, you know, throughout history, people have been able to decipher, you know, work out what the fuck's going on. But it's it's in no site, no um code that anybody could could um. No one's cracked it so far. No, no one's cracked it. Um, the the pictures, um, some of the like like the fauna and animals and stuff that 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 are in it don't seem to exist. No, they don't. I mean, some some could be said like. There was one particular one that looked maybe it was decided as like this is a sunflower or this is a certain some type sort of pansy, flower. but there's other stuff yeah. that just don't look don't yeah. match anything that's uh, on Earth. There's a, there's a big um, astrological um, sort of layout Component which doesn't quite as well, yeah. yeah, which doesn't quite um, it, match either. It's weird. Um, anyway, it's we'll all, go through. We'll talk yeah, about oh, it yeah. a bit more. Okay, so the manuscript written in Central Europe at the end of the fifteenth or during the 16th century, the origin, language, and date of the Voynich Manuscript, named after the Polish-American antiquarian bookseller, Wilfred M. Voynich, who acquired it in 1912, are still being debated as vigorously as its puzzling drawings and undeciphered text. Described as a magical or scientific text, nearly every page contains botanical, figurative, and scientific drawings of a provincial but lively character drawn in ink with vibrant washes in various shades of green, brown, yellow, blue and red. The vellum uh, on which it is written has been carbon dated to the early 15th century, uh, 1404 to 1438, and stylistic analysis indicates it may have been composed in Italy during the Italian Renaissance. The origins, authorship and purpose of the manuscript are debated. Various hypotheses have been suggested, including that it is an otherwise unrecorded script for a natural language or constructed language, an unread code, cipher, or other form of cryptography, cryptography, or simply a meaningless hoax. Mm. Um, I can't read his words. The codeology or physical characteristics of the manuscript have been studied by researchers. The manuscript measures 23.5 by 16.2 by 5 centimetres, with hundreds of vellum pages collected into 18 quires. Um, 
what is a quire? I don't understand. I don't know what that is. The manuscript currently consists of around 240 pages. The exact number also depends on how the manuscript's unusual foldouts are counted. There's also evidence that additional pages are missing. The choirs have been numbered from 1 to 20 in various locations, uh, using numerals consistent with the 1400s, and the top right-hand corner of each recto right-hand page has been numbered from 1 to 6, 116, using numerals of a later date. And the various numbering gaps in the choirs and pages, so that must be choirs, must be paragraphs, maybe? They're like um, sections. Okay. Choirs are like, sections. Well, like pop trains. It oh, seems likely nice. that in the past the manu no is that not right? The manuscript had at least seven hundred twenty-two, sorry, two hundred seventy-two pages and twenty choirs, some of which were already missing when Wilfred Voynich acquired the manuscript in nineteen twelve. Okay, so it's got these choirs, which I think are just like basically chapters, right? And some yeah, of the so... the numbering on them's um, not from when the manuscript was first made, so no. someone's numbered them afterwards. Probably, you know, during people who have had it and trying to sort through it and making copies, you know, not copies, but like trying to order it and making notes and stuff. They've wrote extra stuff on the pages. Thing is, if you um are looking at the the thing of it, the uh, how it's been written, it does seem that it's it's been written. It's like a continuous writing. It's not like it's been built up over a you know a certain. Oh yeah, it was written in one. It wasn't. It was written in one complete someone wrote the whole yeah. thing or maybe it's two like one, they say maybe two maybe one or two people read it but it wasn't written yeah, through various like over a different like, yeah like a, it wasn't written at some point and people have added to it at a later point 100 years yeah. later it was written all at the same time pretty much well we'll go through your you know what uh, right the history of the collection like its contents the history and ownership of the voynich manuscript is contested and filled with some gaps. The codex belonged to the Emperor Rudolf II of Germany, Holy Roman Emperor, from 1576 to 1612, who purchased it for 600 gold ducats and believed that it was the work of Roger Bacon. Mm. One theory is that the Emperor Rudolf acquired the manuscript from the English astrologer John Dee, mm. 1527-1608. Dee apparently owned the manuscript along with a number of other Roger Bacon manuscripts. Can I stop that there? Yes. I read, was it that he didn't, it wasn't that he had the manuscript, but that he deciphered the manuscript. He, they got John Dean to try and decipher the manuscript, I think. But I think the John Dee, as we read on a bit, I think the John Dee is a red herring. Hmm. I think it's just because John Dee's, because originally for a long time, people didn't really know where um the emperor had got it from so they mm. put john d because obviously he's a very famous sort of i don't know mystic or sort well, of person. the emperor bought it for fifty six thousand crowns or something like that six thousand um, ducats yeah it was like, like 56 not 600 it was like no, it was worth 600 50, well yeah it was fifty six thousand dollars or something like yeah. that in, in the equivalent sort of thing and it because he's um he, he he liked to buy manuscripts and stuff like that, but his um his advisor was like, "What the fuck you doing? We don't we." After you bought it, they were like, "We can't even read this. Why on yeah. earth did you?" But the, the bloke, the bloke's mental. When he ended up, I don't know, uh, Rudolf the second, like basically staying in his castle, and never leaving the place because he was at you know like mental breakdowns and stuff like that. So he was a well, bit of a he sort of... wanted to try and decipher anyway. Going back, Roger Bacon is, uh, I think he was from a couple of hundred years earlier. He's an Englishman, but he was, he sort of, 
not Elizabeth first chief spy or whatever? Was that not him? No. John oh, Francis Bacon. Yeah. No, you're thinking of John Francis D. Bacon. No, yeah, Roger yeah, sorry, Bacon's yeah. even earlier, a couple of hundred course, years yeah. earlier. But he's um, credited with coming up or one of the people coming up with the scientific method, start doing stuff using the sign or like an early version of the scientific method anyway yeah. he's known for that actually um, okay. roger bacon was where i got to d apparently owned the manuscript along with a number of other roger bacon manuscripts uh, d stated that he had 630 ducats ducats in october 1586 and his son noted that d while in bohemia owned a book containing nothing but hieroglyphs which book his father bestowed yeah hieroglyphics uh which which is all weird spellings as well which book his father bestowed much time upon but i could not hear that he could make it out so he's basically his son saying he had a book with weird right. drawings in he's like, no, but what's I'm, going on with this yeah i'm not sure if any of that's true oh the, the way they're tying it in because rudolph paid um 600 ducats for right. it and snd had an account where he had like that 630 money, ducats yeah. in the similar sort of time so who knows uh, but a researcher studying centuries old account records may have recently identified died an early, early an early owner of the Voynich manuscript who was not John Dee the Holy Roman Emperor Rudolph II bought it from an unnamed seller for 600 ducats or gold coins sometime between 1576 and 1612 after scouring imperial account journals kept in Rudolph's court Stephen Guzzi of the University of Arts Brenham Germany has identified records that could shed further light on the manuscript south of the Emperor tracing its ownership back a little further um, I'll just read this next paragraph. My idea was to compile all book-related transcripts by analysing the imperial count books of Hofkammer, this imperial chamber in Vienna and Prague, where all ingoing and outgoing letters were registered. Goy says if there was any transaction involved 600, involving 600 coins, then a chance was pretty high that the acquisition was one mentioned in the Marty letter. Can, um, I know we're just reading this, but I mean, what what did you know about it? I mean, have you just come across this recently? Have you heard about this before, uh, the actual no, manuscript? No, a, a while ago. I think I was looking through... Yeah, I mean, pretty recently. Okay. I, I, I was watching some videos that come up, uh, like a YouTube video about it. I thought, that's interesting. It'd be worth looking into it a little bit more. Well, I mean, I don't... There wasn't really... There wasn't particular animals that were... It was more fauna, wasn't it? There wasn't really that many animals and stuff in it. I didn't think that were particularly different. There wasn't animals. I can't. Was there animals in it? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. It was just like fauna, wasn't it? Anyway, God. Um, anyway, sprites. He reads on. Luckily, out of almost seven thousand journal entries, including one hundred twenty-six book transactions, only one case involved a book sale for six hundred gold coins. The records revealed that in fifteen ninety-nine, the physician Carl. Uh, Weidman sold a collection of manuscripts to Rudolf for 500 silver failure, an amount cited in another record by its equivalent in gold, 600 florin, another type of gold coin. So basically it's equating to the same, maybe it's the same thing. Further record refers to the collection as remarkable rare books and that they were transported in a small barrel. But if Weidman was the manuscript's owner before Rudolf, how did he come into his possession? One intriguing option stands out. Weidman lived in the Augsburg house of a well-known botanist, Dr. Leonard Raywolf, and he started selling books to the emperor immediately after the death of Raywolf and his widow, 
who both had no children. Goots, he says, I assume that he probably inherited some of the books from him, or fucking stole them, I suppose. Mm. Uh, Jacobus Horiki de oh, give me that fucking name to pronounce. De Penanux. Let me try. Jacobus Horkiki de Penex appeared to have acquired the manuscript from after the Emperor Rudolf's death. Rudolf owned Tibenet's money and the manuscript may have been given or possibly been taken along with other books in lieu of payment. In hold on, hold on. So going back to like oh, tracking sorry, it yeah. back, so we haven't if you skip the John John D stuff, um you go back to this Weidman, he was living with a botanist. A lot of the manuscript mm. is to do with flowers and that. So maybe this Ray Wolf was the actual author of this book. I know Ray Wolf, I looked him up and he was he's like travelled across Europe and I think into um like the Arab lands and that and okay. come back and he had he'd like China. I don't think he went as far as China. Okay. I think sort of Middle East he travelled there and he became quite celebrated for some of the observations on botany and that that he he done he uh, made during the time quite famous at the time for what he done. So perhaps it's Perhaps he's the actual author. No, doesn't go into it any more than that, but it's a possibility. I mean, uh, back then, if you were anything to do with science, you could have been burnt, etc. You know, no, I don't think being... so. Oh no, you, you, yeah, you could have been burnt, and what you don't think so for being a scientist? No, they were making they were making studies of flowers and well, where was the position? I don't know. Which is burnt? I know definitely. I th I think um, what what would be the reason to do something in sci-fi so you can't read the know. fucking thing. We'll, talk, we'll have a little chat later on. Yeah, fucking church. In 1912, Wilfred M. Vinich purchased manuscript from Jesuit Why are you College. Why now? Okay, Voynich, sorry. From I... the Je Jesuit College at Fran Fran Frascati near Rome in 1960. 1960... What? In 1912, Wilfred M. Voynich purchased purchased manuscript from the Jesuit College at Francati, Frascati, near Rome. In 16... Oh, for fuck's sake. In, in 1969, 1969, you can't Codex was given to the... Uh, are you giving me all these awkward I didn't give names. you it. All, you chose to read this. By H.P. Krauss, who had purchased it from the estate of Ethel Voynich, Wilfred Voynich's... You can read the next bit. Contents. Anyway, so basically, it's just a timeline. So yeah. it come from Tebec, from that Temec, Tepenex... <laughs> And then there's a few other people who owned it after him, but he spent a long time in the Jesuit college um, right. near Rome. And then in basically, Voynich uh, bought it from them. And then when he died, it got donated to another place. Right, so we're going to sort the contents. Most of the pages have fantastical illustrations or diagrams, some crudely colored with sections of the manuscript showing people fictitious plants, astrological symbols, etc. The text is written from left to right. Based on the subject matter of the drawings, the contents of the manuscript fall into six sections. One, botanicals containing drawings of 113 unidentified plant species. Ash two is astronomical and astrological drawings, including astral charts with radiating circles, suns and moons, zodiac symbols such as fish, Pisces, a bull, Taurus, and an archer, Sagittarius. Nude females emerging from pipes or chimneys and courtly figures. Section 3, a biological section containing a myriad of drawings of miniature female nudes, most with swelled abdomens. 
immersed or wading in fluids and oddly interacting with interconnecting tubes and capsules. Four, an elaborate way, elaborate array of nine cosmological medallions, many drawn across several folded folios and depicting possible geographical forms. Number five, pharmaceutical drawings of over 100 different species of medicinal herb and roots portrayed with jars or vessels in red, blue or green. And six, continuous pages of text, possibly recipes with star-like flowers marking each entry in the margins. And I just talk about the, it says about the um, uh, women in yeah. the tube. Move film was emerging from pipes or chimneys and courtly figures. It does seem like they're, um, it's showing um, the body. It's like tubes. It, it's in, yeah. it's like the the women are, or I don't know why they're, it's just like nymphs, naked nymphs. But it does show, it's it's like um, an anatomical I saw was like these couple of women either side of these like these tubes going down. It looks a bit like the woman's reproductive yeah. area, like inside. Yeah. Like yeah, but obviously I don't know what the women are doing there, but they obviously mean no, something think, which yeah, no one's I mean, ever I'll, deciphered. It's like my, yeah, I mean I I'll decipher it now. Well then. It's a it's a um book about childbirth. But the, yeah, uh, no, no. And they seem to be like pouring stuff into the tubes or water's coming well, that's, out. That's, it's that's strange. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, being, I think that the bit when it shows like it's like body parts and stuff like that. I mean, that's pretty straightforward. But the, the stuff the botanic not straightforward. It's more because it's not because it's, it's, it's not decipherable because no. no one looks and instinctively knows what body parts they are. Well, say that. Uh, no, fair enough. That's true. Nothing that's the whole point of it. it. Says that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just saying that, that 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 it seemed like that to me. But the um, definitely the the uh, botanical stuff, the, the flower stuff, is a bit strange. Oh, right. Uh, where do we get to? Uh, this is about the illustrations. The illustrations are conventionally used to divide most of the manuscripts into the six different sections. Since the text cannot be read, each section is typified by illustrations with different styles and supposed subject matter, except for the last section, in which the only drawings are small stars in the margin. The following are the section and their conventional names. Uh, herbal, 112 folios. Each page displays one or two plants and a few paragraphs of text. A format typical of European herbals at the time. Some parts of these drawings are larger and cleaner copies of sketches seen in the pharmaceutical section, none of the plants depicted are um, uh, uh, unambiguously identifiable. So, you know, you don't necessarily know what they are. Astronomical uh, 21 folios contain circular diagrams suggestive of astronomy or astrology, some of them with suns, moons and stars. One of the series of 12 diagrams depicts conventional symbols for the zodiacal uh, constellations. Two fish for Pisces, a bull for Taurus, a hunter with a crossbow for Sagittarius, etc. Each of these has 30 female figures arranged in two or more concentric bands. Most of the females are at least partly nude and each holds what appears to be a labelled star or is shown with the star attached to either arm by what could be a tether or cord of some kind. The last two pages of the section were lost, Aquarius and Capricornus, roughly January and February. Uh, yeah. While Aries and Taurus are split into four paired diagrams of 15 women and 15 stars each, some of these diagrams are on fold-out pages. I mean, you'd have to 
look at it, see it. So, you know, when you're reading yeah. about it, it's a bit sort of unexplainable, but it is just like sort of, it's all women. There's no, there's not, I don't think there's any men. There's no penises in these pictures. It's all women, but it's all very, all very like weirdly. Yeah, whatever. Well, uh, <laughs> like each holds what appears to be a labeled star or is shown with a star attached to either arm by what could be a tether or cord. It's just, you know, why are they tethered to stars and. We don't know. It's, 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 well, tethered to stars is astronomy, isn't it? Yeah. Astro astro sorry, astrology, sorry. Yeah. To do with you know this is part of that and that it's all you know it's, all the universe is connected to this part and that moves for that but what does it mean? Or what does it we mean, don't know man? Because we can't read it. Right, uh, I read. Okay. Banological, twenty folios, a dense, continuous text interspersed with drawings, mostly showing small nude women, some wearing crowns, bathing in pools or tubs, connected by an elaborate network of pipes. The bifolio consists of a folio 78 verso and 81 recto. It forms an integrated design with water flowing from one folio to the other. There you go. I think that was pretty, uh, seemed to be the uh, reproductive system yeah. again, or certainly something. Bathing, pools, it's all to do with, I haven't got a clue. I'm sure there's some astrological, <laughs> astrological um, meaning behind water or cleansing. Yeah, always, yes. Aquarius. Cosmological. Thirteen folios. More circular diagrams, but they are of an obscure nature. This section also has foldouts. One of them spans six pages. Commonly called the Rosetta folio and contains a map or diagram with nine islands or rosettes connected by causeways and containing castles as well as what might be a volcano. Perhaps it's um, Atlantis. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, interesting. Maybe it's Atlant the um, writing of Atlantis, the language of Atlantis. Perhaps. Perhaps it is. So that's it. Nailed it. Pharma did we get that? Pharm pharmaceutical, calls around containing castles as well as what might be a volcano. Yeah, so pharmaceutical, 34 folios, many labelled drawings of isolated plant parts, roots, leaves, etc., objects resembling apothecary jars, Ranging in style from the mundane to fantastical, and a few text paragraphs. That recipes, 22 folios, full page of text broken into many short paragraphs, each marked with a star in the left margin. Well, that is the contents of it. Lots of yeah. weird pictures that no one really knows. There's like a weird uh, picture of a dragon, it's like a almost like puff, puff magic dragon in it at some point. It's not like a real dragon. If there isn't such a real dragon. It's all very um I don't know, it's strange. I know they they were saying that they thought maybe it was it could have been written by a a poor person and they were like oh, it couldn't be written by a poor person because of the the type of ink that they've have to use to make it and that it costs a lot of money and it's like, why would a rich person make this? It's like very Yeah, it doesn't make any sense at the moment. No, it's, it's not, well right, hasn't made so any the text. sense for the past six hundred years, but Every page in the manuscript contains text, mostly in an unidentified language, but some have extra, extraneous writing in Latin script. The bulk of the text in the 240-page manuscript is written in an unknown script running left to right. Most of the characters are composed of one or two simple pen strokes. There exists some dispute as to whether certain characters are distinct, 
but a script of 20 to 25 characters would account for virtually all of the text. The exceptions are a few dozen rarer characters that occur only once or twice each. There is no ob obvious punctuation. Much of the text is written in a single column in the body of a page, with a slight ragged right margin and paragraph divisions and sometimes with stars in the left margin. Other text occurs in charts or as labels associated with illustrations. There are no indications of any errors or corrections made at any place in the document. The ducks ductus flows smoothly, giving the impression that the symbols were not enciphered. There is no delay between characters as would normally be expected in written encoded text. So the strange thing about that is there's in this manuscript there's no um like corrections or errors. So someone's wrote yeah. maybe they would have copied it from somewhere else, perhaps. It's That's still, why there's you, no you think there might be there Yeah, back then there's no way you can rub out something or you know you no. need to cross it's all like perfectly perfectly maybe it's some sort of channeled writing then an alien yeah, channeled maybe, writing yeah. Ooh, from channeled another writing dimension i missed where we got up to sorry because my dog went upstairs and jumped on my sleeping wife i'll carry on reading the text consists of over 170,000 characters with spaces dividing the text into about 35,000 groups of varying length usually referred to as words or word tokens 37,919 Okay, word tokens, yeah. 8,114 of those words are considered unique word types. The structure of these words seem to follow phonological or orthographic laws of some sort. For example, I mean, certain... For example, what is certain... Phonological or... Sorry, gone. For example, <laughs> if you listen, I'm sure it will tell you. Certain characters must appear in each word, like English vowels. Some characters never follow others, or some may be doubled or tripled others may not the distribution of letters within words is also rather peculiar some characters occur only at the beginning of a word some only at the end and some always in the middle section you remember um dad trying to teach us back slang something like that no and a guy with a gill gotta go to the goo to the go big geese to the world gotta go whatever well you know you know i don't think that was bad or it's some other like thing um because of if, if you look at the right have you seen some of the writing no oh what there's, there's like point manuscript yeah, of yeah course. It, it looks all very um it's very it's like repetitive but not repetitive it's like there's particular yeah. letters that are just there all the time whether they are letters or not um it, it's it could be um someone writing lines just like repetitive It seems very a lot of repetitive, repeated characters in it. You know, yeah, but isn't that the same with if you look at English, like E's not, turn yeah, up? I'm not saying it's a lot bad or anything like that. Vowels and stuff. It's just, I don't know. People have been trying to decipher it for hundreds of years. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. There, I didn't put so much in this text, but there, there's a lot of stuff out there about people trying to decipher it and what they go through. So obviously, first of all, if someone's using like a cipher then you need to discover what language they're using first of all so you know so if you're if you're english and you want to do a cipher you'd use english as the code for the cipher yeah or so before you can you know work decipher out what it is you need to yeah before you can cipher you need to know what the language it was written in yeah so I mean, obviously people have tried on. english and latin and i think you know like hebrew and all, all well, every 
multiple different yeah. languages people have tried as the cipher so far nothing's it's definitely not english because it's just not that you know um yeah. it doesn't seem i mean it could be but it all depends how once you've you know what the base language is then you need to work out what they were doing to change it to make it into a code yeah, you know, whether they're changing yeah. letters, where they you know switching stuff, where they're writing it backwards, it's all that yeah. sort of shit. There's so many different layers you need to go through to crack a code like this to begin with. I mean, it's difficult. Is it relevant? Is what? Like, I think it's is interesting. It I don't know because maybe they, they're talking about like maybe when they crack the code, it just if they ever do. And you find out, oh, this is a book I made up for my daughter and I made up a silly language and stupid, I, you know, fairy stories. It could be that. Yeah. It could be as something like... at the end about it's got like hoax whether it is that. But I, I think it's. Um, yeah, we'll go through and then I'll, maybe I'll say actually what I, I kind okay. of thought. I'm, In, I'm um, my... Let me read this last bit. In 2014, a team led by Diogo Amancio of the University of Sao Paulo published a study using statistical methods to analyze the relationship of words in the text. Instead of trying to find the meaning, Amancio's team looked for connections and clusters of words. By measuring the frequency and intermittence of words, Amicio claimed to identify the text's keywords and pronounced three-dimensional models of the text structure and word frequencies. The team concluded that in 90% of cases, the Voynich systems are similar to those of other known books, indicating that the text is an actual language and not random gibberish. Oh, if it's natural language, it means it's a language that's a forgotten language, which could be... Well, no, because it could be a cipher. Oh, what they, maybe what they're it's Safarian. Yeah, maybe. Oh. Maybe it is. What they're saying is it's not a made-up gibberish. It is, there's yeah, meaning behind just, the... Well, yeah. there appears to be meaning behind the words or the letters, the way they're constructed. There appears to be a meaning there. And it, it looks... It doesn't look like it's... It doesn't look gibberish either. I mean... No. It doesn't look gibberish. That, that I'd say that, yeah. From you know, hmm. from my extensive knowledge of the uh, of um, Voynich manuscript, it doesn't look gibberish. Purpose: the overall impressions given by the surviving leaves of the manuscript is that it was meant to serve as a pharmacopoeia, pharmacopoeia, or to address topics in medieval or early modern medicine. However, the puzzling details and illustrations have fueled many theories about the book's origin. The contents of its text and the purpose for which it was intended. The first section of the book is almost certainly herbal, but attempts, attempts have failed to identify the plants, identify the plants, either with actual specimens or with the stylized drawings of contemporaneous herbals. Only a few of the plant drawings can be identified with reasonable certainty, such as wild pansy and a maiden hair fern. The herbal pictures that match pharmaceutical sketches appear to be clean copies of them, except that missing parts are completed with improbable-looking details. In fact, many of the plant drawings in the herbal section seem to be composite. The roots of one species have been fastened to the leaves of another with flowers from a third. Astrological considerations frequently played a prominent role in herb gathering, bloodletting and other medical procedures common during the likely states of the manuscript. However, interpretation remains speculative, apart from the obvious zodiac symbols and one diagram possibly showing the classical planets. Um, it could just be... I mean, like if, you've, if someone's... Oh fuck me! That'd be a really intelligent person at the time to you know be able to write all this, regardless. But he might have just been fucking mental. Yeah, maybe. You know, like maybe he was ingesting all these you know plants, or whatever you know, and just 
uh, getting one and two and coming up with five and chucking that together and just maybe he was ingesting plants and contacting something that would tell him to ride it. But yeah, I mean, go it. Hold on, quick, quick observation. When it says about like taking different parts of plants, like it's the roots of one plant and the stem of another and a flower of another. Perhaps that was his or their way of um, saying this is how you make a medicine. Yeah, you know, like interesting. A, yeah, different aspects of a, so if you if you could identify yes. the root and the stem and the flower and put them together, does that make a medicine or That's really, what really, he thought really... was a medicine? Why is like the I different mean, I components? Sure, think... people have thought about that, I'm but that's sure a really, that, yeah. really. Yeah, of course. No, that makes that makes yeah, and that's why like one plant doesn't look like it should because it's got the thingies of another or whatever. So it's yeah. like instead of writing it down, instead of saying take the roots of this and the or maybe it does. Maybe the writing says that as well. But yeah, maybe yeah. And he was showing you what they look like. Maybe that's wicked. I like that. It's a really good. That's a really good way to actually do. That's a really good way to. That's good. I'm I'm impressed, bro. Thank you. You could do your own Voynich manuscript. I can't. I'm not going to. Good. Charmaine's right. Voynich. All right. Folks, there is a theory this whole thing is a fraud. Mysterious text can be solved, can't be solved, or so the thinking goes, because there's nothing to solve. Instead, the book is a fake, either modern or medieval, containing pages of meaningless symbols. Hoax hypothesis can't be ruled out, but if Voynich is a fake, it's an elaborate one. A 20th century scam artist would have to locate 120 sheets of blank... Uh, 600-year-old vellum in anticipation of the invention of cardio radiocarbon dating, which did not even exist when the manuscript first emerged in 1912. Scholars remain deeply divided over the question of whether the text is likely to be meaningful, but the distribution of letters and words is anything but random, even demonstrating statistical features generally associated with natural language texts. Features that weren't discovered until the 1930s, and although a single word has yet to be decoded, recent studies have shown distinct vocabularies coinciding, coinciding with the manuscript's division into sections, like herbal and astronomical, astronomical, so that certain words found with plant illustrations do not appear near astro, astronomical diagrams, and vice versa. Exactly what you'd expect from meaningful text organised by topic. So what does that mean? So it means if it's a hoax, it's incredibly elaborate because you'd have to like if it was in the 20th century you'd have to find all this old 600 year old vellum you'd have to find the ink which is also 600 years old or way to manufacture 600 yeah. year old ink then you'd need to write former language but not like totally made up because you don't stuff that's like a word for some of the plants doesn't appear repeated in parts of the the text which concern like astrological signs or something so yeah it's such an elaborate hoax um it would be an elaborate hoax now but it could have been a hoax i mean it would have taken a lot of doing but it could have been a hoax noise um back when rudolph uh the second oh well, it. Uh, yeah it, it could have been done specifically to sell it to him because he was he was crazy for buying even old... that's an elaborate hoax it is still an elaborate hoax yeah but i mean i'm saying that that's a possibility. why why make up a why put the effort into making a language that seems possible the amount of money that he yeah, but, paid for it but if that's... he's going to pay it he would only after some sort of 
um, you could write a load of letters, blah, blah, you know, make up letters yeah. and then scribble them down. But it, it wouldn't statistically work it, out if you were doing gibberish, if you're writing gibberish, people yeah. have statistically looked at it and it seems to appear to represent a proper language. Yeah, no, maybe no, not. Understand. Maybe they got lucky with it. <laughs> got lucky with mm. the, the fake. But yeah, but it, it, it it is in it's um the handwriting is very good, um and it does seem, you know, it's like it doesn't seem. I suppose the other uh, point that may point to it being a hoax is there's no mistakes in it. There wouldn't well, be if you're making it up. There wouldn't be any mistakes because there's nothing to get wrong, is there? Yeah, you know, there's nothing, no yeah, crossed out yeah, words, yeah. there's no misspelt words or yeah. whatever. Everything's right when yeah. you're writing it. It's, it's right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it could very well be. I mean, if you can, if you want to say he paid the equivalent of $56,000, you know, for a book, yeah, you would spend that amount of time, you know, creating it. Um, hmm. I might have got it wrong about... Um, I might have got it wrong. Maybe John D, they think John D might have had it. And he got yeah. it off of John D, or he oh, got it off of somebody. Yeah, yeah. I, remember if, I, I do remember him being. He like he invited John D and uh, uh, Kelly. I can't remember his bloody name. You know the the, the astronomers, for astrological people for Queen Elizabeth. And um, he when he was there, he sent him into the cellar to do. Oh, because he was um, John D was making gold, would make gold nuggets for you know people. So he went. He gave me his like a room to create something and he John D was doing all this stuff and and um basically Rudolph was watching him for a spy thing and he was like well impressed with what happened and then uh basically John D came out for these two gold nuggets like yeah hey, this is for you I made this for you but um I think that uh, John D obviously knew that he was watching Yeah so, obviously he didn't make you know, gold nuggets did he? Oh I don't know I mean he he communicated with um, angels did he though? No, I don't anyway I I think the John D angle is probably not true. I quite like the other research where it was that um, botanist. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I think that's probably more likely. But I, I like that idea and the fact that the, the thing that you said about putting stuff together, you know. So yeah, like do you, do you think the Voynich manuscript could be from a different dimension, like an alternate yeah, Earth? Definitely. definitely. That's the same place that Nicola went to. Yeah, maybe. No, I mean, uh, that's pretty... Oh, sorry, whatever. Um, I don't know, I suppose. It could just be from a different fucking planet. I dimensioned the whole sort of thing, couldn't it? It's like the one thing... You never... It's like... Could it be the, the, the one thing left over from a, like, a massive... Um, what's it called? Mandela yeah. effect. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Like, what, he had this like, book and he was he's like... Fuck, man! I know this. This was real at some point. I can read mm. this. This all this stuff was real, and now this is all I've got left to show. It's like a, you know sliders. Yeah. I know these. Some, you know, I know these plants are about, but now all I can find is these other ones that don't look anything yeah. like it. And he's like, why doesn't I can't? Yeah, what the bot? So the botanist is like literally from a different sort of dimension. He's yeah. like trying to explain. Actually, these aren't right. There's nothing yeah. right here. So let me just write down what. Yeah, and and I write down. I write it down for you. And he's got this book, and everyone's like, "What the fuck's that? That's not a language. Well, these yeah. not real plants." He's like, "No, no, I know it's true. This is this is where I, I grew up. This is the language I, I learned when I grew up." God damn it! This is how you write them. Um, I don't know what was he? Uh, was he French? No, Spanish. No, Italian. This is like this is how you write Italian. No, yeah. you don't. That's not Italian. 
I mean, I know what we've just written, or we've just read out, a lot of people will just be like, I'd be a buzzing to it. What the fuck are they talking about? But it's interesting in itself that... What do you mean, what the one... fuck are you talking about? Talking about the Voyage well, manuscript? I reckon it's... No, you know what I mean? Like, with, with, with like the whole, um, you know, in, into little compartments and it's all thingy and blah, suppose. blah, blah. I mean, it didn't go deep into it. There's like a part of it, of the astrology, the astrology thing, where there's like... Uh, the drawings there's like a big castle in the middle and he's spiral said about castles yeah with the 13 islands yeah yeah, oh, yeah. which yeah, i said yeah, is the atlantis yeah. and you yeah. was like yeah. you're not even listening are you course, we're doing yeah, this but... and you're just paying no attention whatsoever I, why yeah. do i even just... bother but you know i'm just like i don't know you've put on my track of whatever but i was trying to get into and i know i hear stuff and hear different stuff but <laughs> you hear well, you, you mandela affect yourself all the time to hear I'll different finish, stuff I'll, to what's finish, actually there. The book and um, let you have the book, and then you can make up your own mind. I would like to actually see the actual whole, you know, all of it, the Voynich manuscript. Yeah. There's a chance of Voynich himself because he was a, a bit of an Indiana Jones. He would go around the world. Yeah. He was a self-made um, uh, rich person in the end, you know, from doing all his book, book selling and all this stuff. So I mean, there is there is a possibility that he, because he was, you know, he was a bookseller and stuff made it up himself it's about to never belong yeah. to rudolph the second or yeah 100 percent. not 100 possibly is he capable of faking that though like saying still needs 120 pages of 400 year old oh yeah of course yeah because it wasn't then was it so because you'd think if he's going to fake it just make it up make get some paper that looks mm. old but yeah. it's only the fact they radio radiocarbon dated it after the fact before you know after yeah radiocarbon dated was invented yeah, he yeah, didn't even no, know no, they'd have yeah. that technology at the time. So why no. would you go to that much effort to fake saying? Make it, yeah. Okay, I'll say that. Yeah, so we can discount that then. But you can't um, discount it. It's possible. I mean, maybe you did find a yeah. an old stash of paper and thought, well, you know. He definitely could have done that. Then again, he didn't sell it while he was alive. So yeah, he kept so, yeah, it. He... Yeah, to try no, and it's not very, not it. very. Um, that doesn't make a lot of sense for making a fake to sell if you're going to keep it until you die. Interesting. How'd you find in? How'd you find in a fake? You found if you find like a fake coin that never existed, you know that kind of thing would be worth nothing because no one depends what it's made of. It it's a, made of no metal that no one ever known. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Mm. Like, I, I think that might be that. worth something. You found Maybe, something yeah. that was. A totally new you, metal, yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, obviously, well, yeah, like I don't know. I don't know. Down here to, to ask what the uh, whether it's a oh, I mean, it relatively, it doesn't. Oh, does it matter? It's a good, I don't know. Does it matter if it's a fake, a fake what? Because we don't yeah, know what yeah, it is. No one, no, yeah, no one knows. Enigma. I mean, that even maybe one of the things if it did if it, what fake it is of it. Yeah. If it did get deciphered, it might be very disappointing. I think it's quite Yeah. It's quite good knowing that you know, it's a it's a mystery. It's a mystery. So it's a, yeah. At the moment it could be a book from another dimension or yeah. like you say, Tataria, the language of Tataria. It could be I don't know, it could be a, yeah. It could be a load of different stuff. I don't believe in Tataria, but that's a belief, podcast belief for another mean anything. Belief doesn't mean anything for anybody. Belief. It's what's real and what's not. I don't believe, I don't believe it was real. Whatever. 
whatever care anyway that's the anyway. uh voynich manuscript done for us we've nailed that didn't we? i would um go and check out where you can find out about it there's some don't, good don't videos on youtube random, about don't it buy a random book on uh amazon about we'll the voynich manuscript maybe the book i bought is the only voynich manuscript book there is i don't know because sure there's loads there did seem to be loads, but mine was like the cheapest softback one. I'm saying, anyway, what I'm saying, if you're interested, there's some good videos on YouTube about the Voynich manuscript where you can get um, a better understanding, well, an understanding of the pictures. Everyone, everyone at the end will say, we don't know what it is. Yeah, so we don't know. No one knows. We've it as much as anybody else has. So, exactly. Um, yeah. Cool. Anything, anything else to add, brother? And that's it, brother. We'll be back we'll next week. Voynich'd out. Going from Voynich Voynich to Lee Voynich. Big Voynich conspiracy. Uh, well, I don't know. Find us here, there. YouTube. Yeah, every bloody where. Not on YouTube. Not on YouTube. Twitch, bit of Twitch. Twitch. You don't, do we, were we live? Did you just do it live? You don't yeah, do that anymore. Always live. Oh, we were just live. Brilliant. Um, 100%. Bit of Twitter. I mean, bit of Twitter. Yeah, but if you want to. If you've listened to the audio of this and you want to find us in other places social media check the link below and there'll be links there to find us that'd be really good if you left a review but you don't even need to leave a review just just put hello <laughs> just show well, us on apple hopes. or spotify no, give yeah. us a review give us a five star review i'm not going we, let's not bother doing this no okay. no one listens no one cares. If you, if you want to know what we what we want, listen to the rest of the podcast that we've done. Someone cares. I don't care. Someone cares. Though. What? Yeah, deeply. You say you don't care do. about your own product. Yeah, anyway, we're, we're oh, just yeah. going around in circles here. Yeah, we'll bye. be back next week, and we will catch you later. Goodbye. Bye. bye. Fucking time